The universe. It is filled with mysteries and wonders. Its expanse is billions of light years. This podcast will answer the question of what action figures and collectibles the hosts are buying this month? Welcome to Tales from the Collectorverse. Here are your hosts, Ryan Parent and Ed Campbell. everyone to another episode of tales from collectiverse here we are it's episode three of season two yes yes it is three yes, three last March. time was two on two two yeah. two 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 oh two well two, two. i am ed campbell snowhawk cosplay and with me is uh ryan as usual you had to you had to think about it for a second yeah, i thought about it thought i didn't know it. if you were going to say my name or if i had to say my name or well i guess you were uh, going to introduce me no or? usually you jump in and say who you are but yeah, it's been but, a long week. Long week. Well, today we have a special guest with us, and that is Liz Kerr. Yes. Yay. I am here. Also known as Lucy Stardust on yes. Instagram. That is me. And you've you've been heard on the True North Nerds Network before. You've been a regular yes, guest on... on uh, Sailor Snacking. Sailor Snacking. Yeah. Certainly, yes. Have you guessed it on the main show? No, she hasn't been no. on... No. Well, well, were you on the ladies episode? Nope, I was oh, not. Okay. So... I didn't listen, so <laughs> I've, I don't listen to, to I don't listen to myself. I you don't know how hard it is for me to edit this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard. I will agree. Listening or watching yourself on video is just painful. Yes, it's painful. I guess I'm, I I enjoy it, so I'm used to it. Yeah. I like I, I don't I mind listening my to myself back. Nah. I just look for the gaps and go edit edit we're usually pretty good i've been editing the the main show lately the last yep. couple of weeks and that one since we've been doing it through skype end up a lot, a lot more gaps in the conversation so that was a bit more of a pain in the butt to edit than this usually is so yeah that can be that yeah. can be so <laughs> so well purposeful gap in the conversation. Yeah, I'm not going to put a gap trying to make me work. Uh, I'll make you edit this episode. <laughs> no, it's a, well, what was the thing I thought the other day? Like when you say, sometimes I speak too loud and you got to edit the levels. And I'm like, that's not me a talking problem. That's a you editing problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to talk the way I'm going to talk. So why don't we just jump into six figures this month? What'd you get? I got, I'm sure you got more than I got. I got nothing. Lies. No. Lies. No. I, Lies. Last month I blew my... I gave you something like half an hour ago. Yes. Lies. No. I blew my toy wad last month. This month <laughs> yeah, is... You sure did. This this month my wad is very light. Um, <laughs> all I really have... Uh, phrasing. Uh, all I really have is if you checked out the Instagram, I posted a quick video of unboxing, unbagging of my G.I. Joe Conquest X30. I was looking at that. That's one I'm pulling the shelf now, right? Yep. I picked that up in uh, at Heroes in London. Um, so it was 
pretty much all complete. It's just missing one piece on the uh, the front landing gear. It came with uh, Slipstream, who's the pilot. He's in really good shape. Uh, actually, better condition than the one I I have in my collection. Um, pretty decent price. Like I paid forty bucks for it. That's not um, bad. Pretty pretty reasonable price compared to how all the other GI Joe stuffs going right now. Yeah. Um, well, considering how some new stuff is $40, right, for a new figure alone. Well, even, so uh, a little bit of a Talking Toys segment here. Talking to, so Heroes Comics in London, they hired a new guy who is a G.I. Joe collector as well. Okay. So they hired him because of his experience with toys. And he was saying, too, that one of the G.I. Joe parts that is very sought after right now is the 90s stuff the 90s right now is outselling the original because it's those it's those late 30s guys who collected gi joe and then got out at about 1991 now they're buying all their collection back yeah the the 90s kids who had a bunch of gi joe and loved it when they were kids and then thought well, I don't need this anymore when they went to high school and thought they were too cool. And now they have money because they're grownups and they've decided, you know what? I should have kept all them toys. Yep. So they're, they're jumping in on the, the battle core stuff. Uh, So anything from about 1990 to 1993. So we're talking the, the neon colored GI Joe stuff, the battle core stuff on the uh, Facebook group that you and I are in. Like one guy was selling, a 1993 clutch for 50 bucks. Oh, wow. You know, 10 years ago, those were $2 figures. <laughs> so that's, so me paying like 40 bucks for a 1986 vehicle. Yeah. I think is quite, like I got it's my value out of it compared yep. to what that battle core stuff is from the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> um, then the only other thing I got this month was uh, you just picked up the, uh, Batman animated series version of Azrael, which, or I like to just call him John Paul Valley Batman. Yep. Um, so speaking more about 90s kids stuff, <laughs> uh, when Bane broke Batman's back and Batman was replaced by uh, John Paul Valley and he eventually transitioned the suit into being full armor, which in yeah. 1990s DC, everybody had armor. Yep. I just fell in love with this version of Batman back then. And and this is the new McFarlane, McFarlane picked up this license where they bought out uh, the rest of the DC Direct stuff. Yep. And now, so it's actually, it's got a bit of a, the paint jobs are a little different. It's got the cell shading paint job. Yep. So it's a few little highlights. You can see them on like the shoulder and stuff. It's a nice looking figure. Yeah. So it's, it's done in the art style of Batman, the animated series. And I guess the license on this called Batman, the adventure continues, but looks like the Bruce Tim. Yeah. series um the thing i really loved about this one when you text me the on friday and said hey we got this one's available um i love the fact that it's the blue and gold yeah because that's well if it wasn't the blue and gold i wouldn't have texted it to you that's yeah. i texted it to you knowing that i was probably buying it for you yeah. if you didn't come and get it because yeah. i know of your love of that suit yeah no and, and back in when i was in high school at that point um first like trying to learn how to draw i was never a good artist but you know i 
used inspiration from the comic books to yeah. to work on my line work and stuff. And one of my favorite Batmans to draw was this Batman. And uh, so, no, I'm huge huge fan of that armored Batman. Yeah. Uh, um, there's a few figures in that wave that tempt me. Like That one is, is nice. Um, I had to put it in my travel bag so I wasn't tempted to go and look after looking at it in my house the last couple of days to go get my own. Well, Red Hood in that wave looks really good. Red Hood? Um, I'm debating him still. It's just yeah. I haven't cosplayed Red Hood in a long time. Like, this Batman's going to go on my Batman shelf. Yeah. My Batman. Red Hood shelf, I've already got three figures like I've already got three red hoods and I don't have a lot of space on that shelf. Yeah. But you have a shelf just for red hood. I have a section of my shelf just for I red see. hood. I see. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I have I have like one part of the shelf is red hood and yeah. then the other part of the shelf is suicide squad. So like I've got cool. two red hoods and they're standing beside my two piece or sorry, three red hoods and they're beside my two peacemakers. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, if I cosplay something, then I'll buy the figure on it. Yes. I have a full Ant-Man shelf. That's, I, I I don't collect figures per se, but I've decided I think that if I cosplay something, I'm going to get a Christmas ornament specifically Ooh. of that, because decorating my Christmas tree is one of my favorite things to do, and I have a lot of very nerdy ornaments already. Um, so with... Thor Love and Thunder coming out this summer, yep. you're probably going to be able to find a Jane Foster Thor yes. Christmas ornament. Yes, well, either I'm Christmas sure ornament. Will have one. Yeah, or even a figure that I can turn into a Christmas yeah. ornament would yeah. be fine. Sometimes that's a cheaper route to go to. Mm-hmm. A little bit of wire and some hot glue, dude, done. Yep. Yeah. Um, we- so that's it. My, I didn't even hit six this wow. month. Wow. Well, neither did I, but and mine aren't, all, mine aren't even all figures. Uh, okay, so I did end up finally getting the uh, Marvel Legends Hydra Stomper, the big armor from the, the What If. Uh, I picked that up. I got that through the auction house. Yep. And I also, actually, most of my purchases were through the auction site. So I got that one week. The next week, I got the Iron Man Nano Gauntlet from Endgame. Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh. I forgot. I have to add something now that you mentioned yours. Yeah, you forgot about that, didn't you? <laughs> well, it's a little cosplay <laughs> related. It's kind of, it's kind of so. big and yeah. you know, it's hard to forget about. Right, continue. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now, there were a few flaws in it. Like There's a couple tears, but it still looks fine on the shelf where it's going to live. So, uh, to see it, look at the video I posted on our Instagram, <laughs> which has gotten a lot of uh, likes. Yeah, I saw that, that reel really jumped yeah. up. Uh, then the same week, I got the Ghostbuster Ultimate movie set. And that's the one that looks like a trap. And opens up and has like a green light inside when you take the movies out. It's a trap. It is a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Now, in the listing, it said that the light didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever, I'm not going to open it up all the time. I got it home and I do the old shake, 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 and you can hear something rattling around inside the box. So, hmm. So I did a little investigating. One of the batteries, it just takes watch batteries, like right. two of them. One of the batteries fell out of the out of its spot. <laughs> so I eventually got the battery out, did a little peeling back of the box to find where it went, kind of maneuvered my fat fingers into the, the little tiny spot to get it in, and as soon as it touched, all the light came on. I'm like, nice. Awesome. So I just put the battery back in, and now it works. So, Perfect. Yeah, we got the sweet deal on that. So yep. now I have all those all the movies on Blu-ray. 
So I have to unload some of my DVDs, but that's okay. That's a good problem to have. And then just the other day when I bought your figure at Toys R Us, I felt in the mood to buy myself a toy. So I bought a wrestling figure. Uh, I've got a, a, a AEW Unrivaled Collection uh, Scorpio Sky. Okay. Um, now, this figure comes with a tag belt, tag okay. championship belt, because when he was the tag champion, which I didn't have a belt for my other figure, so I took the belt and put it with the current champs. And then I took his SCU gear off because that's not what he's part of now. And um, I like he just won the TNT title, which I don't have a TNT title, but he also hangs out with uh, in wrestling with Adam Page, uh, not Adam Page, jeez, uh, Ethan, Ethan Page. Yes, the other page, the, the other page, who's from Canada, who's a toy collector, and I'm just waiting for his action figure to come out so that I can have the two of them. But uh, yeah, so I only got four things this month. We're uh, well. Uh, as, as you got your nano gauntlet, so it reminded me of the auction site because last Saturday or Sunday night you were texting me and was like, "Hey, why aren't you bidding on this?" And I went, "I didn't know it was on there," so I hopped on real quick and I ended up getting the Marvel Legends Stormbreaker Light and Sound. Yes, um, which I got it for a steal. Steal, and I was willing to spend a lot more because I did find that down in Kentucky. And now I'm like, well, I guess everything happens for a reason because I found it in Kentucky and couldn't justify spending 150 US plus the freight to bring it home. Yeah, and which even that was cheaper than we've seen it for retail up here. Like, yeah, the only time I've seen it, I thought like I saw it at a show. And I think it was like two two something at the one toy show that Brent and Jen and I went to. Yeah, but uh, so I was I never saw it at retail. Well, so this after auction price, buyer's premium, and tax, it came to eighty bucks. Yeah, and I was really worried on it might not work, and it works perfect. Like it, uh, it looks like it was never even out of the box. It's yeah. just the box is faded. Yeah, well, they probably opened the box to check it out, and they may have they, you know, they may have put batteries in it real quick to test it. No, they didn't. Nope, nope, because the batteries are very difficult to put in. Oh, are they? Because they're it's hidden within. The, the handle. Oh, okay. So you got to, at the top where where you know Groot kind of grew around the the head, you got to pull it off, and then there's the batteries go in there. But then there's also uh, two holes to put the mounting screws in, oh, okay. because the handle actually has a, a metal rod that goes up into the Stormbreaker mallet part and then you yeah. you attach mounting screws to keep it oh nice secure so oh, that's good this thing's quite heavy like um, it's got some weight to it well liz and i last last, last week. weekend yeah. so if you're listening to this now the weekend before we cosplayed thor and thor uh at the uh an event for uh central york fire yes service. i saw your postings online and yes. i had my my Stormbreaker, like my Ruby's one, because okay. I usually take that one because I don't mind letting a kid hold yeah, on to yeah, a... It's light, it's, light, it's, light, it's, it's plastic, it's, it costs you 40 bucks. Maybe. Uh, no, that was like, yeah, that was like 20 bucks or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I don't mind kids, people playing around with that Stormbreaker. Yeah. Uh, this Stormbreaker, Ooh. I don't think I'll take it to a show. I might take it to a con. I won't take it to a, an event. A kid's event. No. Like, no, no. No, because it's like, no, this one's this one's mine. Yeah. This is my It's toy. just like yeah. why you don't take your big your big homemade wooden one out. Yeah, my... To, to, my, to, to shows. Yeah, my, my 
the one I made. Yeah. You know, it's the. It's great for photo shoots. I, I love the look of my Stormbreaker. It's just it's not uh, it's not movie accurate. Yeah. So it's my version of yeah. what Stormbreaker would be. And plus, hey, when you, I actually made it out of a tree branch that fell in my yard and the grapevines that are growing up on the barn. So it's you know it's it's has a very personal connection to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this Stormbreaker, I am looking forward to, um, you know, upgrading Thor and shooting some love and thunder later on this year me too nice so speaking about later on this year how about uh, some future figure stuff oh some toy news let me get break out the list now my list is very very small i only have one thing on my list okay I, I was kind of busy this week with uh other things especially uh toronto comic-con prep <laughs> um uh funko that Peacemaker TV series Funkos are coming out. Oh, okay. I didn't see those yes. advertised. So there's nice. going to be a Peacemaker with an eagly hugging him. Oh, nice. There's going to be a Vigilante with a chainsaw. There is Peacemaker in his underwear <laughs> uh, with Sonic Boom helmet. Um, there is going to be an eagly with a American flag. <laughs> and one of them is a, I believe it's a Amazon exclusive flocked version of Eagly, Eagly with oh, the American geez. flag. So I definitely want to get uh, um, Eagly hugging Peacemaker and, well, who wouldn't want a vigilante with a chainsaw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very tempting. Um, okay, well, we'll keep this DC train rolling then. So McFarland introduced uh, a bunch of figures this week. Uh, now, we don't have nearly as many news items and, and, uh, as we did last episode, but that was Toy Fair news, so... But uh, so McFarland is, you know, they announced uh, a new Grifter. Yes. And a Godspeed from the DC Rebirth uh, comics. A new TV Flash from okay. season seven. Uh, we're getting a comic book accurate Hush. Yes, I did see Hush. He looks really yeah. good. Uh, we're getting, oh, Killer Croc. It's an Arkham Asylum style Killer Croc. Okay. Looks very similar, at least to me, without seeing them side by side, uh, to the DC Direct one that came out uh, years ago when all that stuff was coming out, yep. which is a very nice figure. I have that one. Uh, Ghostmaker, who's a new Batman character. I guess uh, in the comics, he's uh, supposed to be good. He's a vigilante, similar to Batman, with a similar history, except uh, he's not afraid to kill people. Hence, he makes them ghosts. Yes. Uh, there's a man bat coming. Okay. With these big bat wings. It looks really nice. Uh, Batman Duke Thomas. I think that's from that uh, one of those uh, new comic lines where it's like he's a, like a knight. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, there's Batman of Earth 22. There's a Joker Dragon, uh, which is the. the the same size as uh, those motorcycles that are coming out. Yep. That's from the uh, the, the dark metal stuff. Uh, Batman, oh jeez, Zurin R unmasked. That's the Batman in like the purple and yellow and uh, all the different colors from that alternate yep. reality. Yep. So him unmasked. And then just announced uh, yesterday a Tim Drake Red Robin from New 52. Ooh. That one looks pretty nice. Yeah, I one. like that design. Because I've got... Uh I've got the Nightwing from that two pack. Yeah, because you got a, you know yeah Nightwing. with the red red hood and so yeah might yeah. have to get a 
a Tim. Tim doesn't get enough love. Yeah. Uh, then McFarlane also announced he's got these new uh, comic book and two and a half inch figure combo packs. So you'll get a comic book and a little min, you know mini figure. That's going to be coming. Uh, Spawn. They now spawns wave two and three. We're getting a she spawn, a soul crusher, a cygor, and bloody violator. Yeah, spawn. So a whole bunch of those words. I know what they mean, but I don't know what they mean in those in that context. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, there's a spawn deluxe set where it's a spawn, and he comes with a big throne. Okay. And it's interesting. So he's made. He's he's given like a little cape attachment that goes on that he can wear when he sits. Mm-hmm. But then when he stands up, he does, and if you wear it, he's just got like a cape that goes to like his shoulder blades. It doesn't have like the full spawn cape. But the throne looks really nice. Now, um, friend of the show, Toronto Peter Quill, Jack, mm-hmm. did you see his review on his Instagram? I didn't. I saw, I read, a, I read the, the, the message. Yeah. He, he picked up the Todd McFarlane Batman, the, yeah. the one from the, uh, the spread, the page spread one there. Yeah. And, the figure broke as soon as he took it out of the package. He broke the yeah. bicep. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, with Batman with big crazy cape, you know, and trying to attach that, I'm just kind of concerned about having, you know, big throne spawn that these are great ideas, but in practicality. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it wasn't the cape that broke. It was... It was the arm. Which, who knows the arm, but instead of making it a figure, making it a statue, it yeah. wouldn't have broke. No. Because, you know, something like Batman with the crazy cape, you're most likely going to want to display it with the cape, not... Yeah. not now, it does come with a, an alternate cloth cape that you can yeah. have it, but yeah, no, it's meant to be with the big crazy cape. Yeah. So this, uh, yeah, this spawn though, so the throne is like a one-piece throne, like kind of like hell skulls and stuff. And then... Yeah, it's spawn without a cape, pretty much. Yeah. So he can sit. Because if you had a cape, you wouldn't be able to sit on the throne. No. Which is always the problem with figures. You have these seats for them to sit in, and then they can't sit in them. Yeah. Uh, a spawn overkill mega figure. Uh, another raven spawn, but this one only has a small hook. I guess the other one had a big hook. Okay. Haunt, which is a newer character, and a ninja spawn. I've never read a Spawn comic book in my life. I've seen the movie. I just think some of the toys look really nice. Yeah. I like the look of Spawn. Haven't read an issue past 13. Yeah. Like, I bought Redeemer because it's a big guy with angel wings and armor. It looks awesome. Know nothing about the character. Yeah. Uh, oh, those Disney Mirrorverse figures. Yep. They announced that's still going. I'm surprised. Uh, they announced a couple new figures. There's going to be a Maleficent and a Captain Hook. And they look pretty cool. Uh, what scale are those ones in? Uh, I think they're in scale with the, the smaller figures right now. Okay. But who knows? Because they've been putting out big ones too. So. I have seen the 12-inch Sully. Yeah, same. I think they had it at uh, GameStop. Yep. Oh, we got some He-Man announcements. Now, I think some of these we've already seen, but they finally had... Uh, they either released this month or had uh, pre- pre-orders. So we, there's a... From He-Man Origins... Anti-Eternia He-Man, mm-hmm. Clawful, and a Horde Trooper. Mm-hmm. They were shown off. I have those on pre-order. <laughs> of course. And then from He-Man Revelations, we got New Eternia He-Man, New Eternia Skeletor, Tila, and Merman. 
Uh, also part of that Horde Trooper and Clawful, uh, Sunman is in that too. Oh, is he in that one? That's where, that's where he's coming out? Okay. Yep. Uh, and then almost near the end here. So oh, some Super 7 news. Uh, they had some... Remember those Disney Ultimates? It was like uh, the uh, one of the waves had uh, Robin Hood, the Fox Robin Hood, mm-hmm. with a, with the costume that made him look like the, like the bird. Yeah. Such good figures. Uh, so wave three of those is coming out. And this time it's uh, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. I love Stitch. Uh, ben the Alligator from Fantasia. The Big mm. Bad Wolf and the Queen of Hearts. Hmm. So they seem to slowly be, be you know, building out some because they did the hippo already from Fantasia and they did Mickey. So that's a nice little set. Um, I think Series Two has uh, was it Prince John or you know the uh, the lion? Prince John. It was Prince John from that uh, Robin Hood. Yep. Yep. So yep. No, those are those are there. Yeah, the Disney Super Sevens. So they're expensive. Um, the mm-hmm. I know we talked about it on a previous episode, but what I ended up getting um, updates. I guess the other day Hasbro had some announcements. Oh, did they? Yes. Um, the next Disney Plus wave. So we knew that Kate and Clint were coming out as Marvel Legends. Yes. They they're going to be of uh, Ultimate Ultron. Yes. I thought we talked about that last episode. We, we did. Okay. Pre-orders came available. Oh, yes. So you yes. Could pre-order on Pulse. Uh, and it, okay, you know what? I did, I did catch part of that. And I guess the rest of the wave, which they haven't announced yet, because they're all more Disney Plus figures or yes. characters who we haven't seen yet. Right. Who yeah. we, so the, we will see shortly. <laughs> yeah. So I assume that one is Moon Knight, if not two versions, because we're going to get multiple versions of Moon Knight in this, in this uh, series. I guess probably at least one version, probably a Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Probably She Hulk. Yeah. Because but the will re- they one what was the release date on the pre order? March twenty twenty three. Is when the figures are shipping? Yes. Hmm, that's, that's soon. Yeah. No, twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, twenty twenty three. So oh, next year. Next year. Okay. Yeah. So I pre ordered the Kate and Clint. Yeah, of course. And it's gonna be March twenty twenty three for availability. Okay. okay. So like, that one I thought was a little bit odd that it's going to be almost a year and a half Since after the show came the show. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess everything they're sh- they're selling right now, they're putting a date of 2023 on. Yeah. I yeah. think most of that is, hey, if we get it in hand sooner, then great. Yeah. If not, then at least they've they're 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 trying to temper expectations. Yeah. Well, I've I've pre-ordered Kate and Clint because I had to have them. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, as far as the rest of the wave, I'll probably pass on. But you know, the Hawkeye, I have to have to have Hawkeye, and I really don't have for my Marvel Legends collection besides Ronan. I do not have a Marvel Legends Hawkeye because there wasn't yeah. really no. We never we never it was really just got that one. Walmart was... exclusive that never really came to Canada. Yeah, and then uh, was he in the two pack, the time travel suits? Yep. yep. So other than that, yeah. and I have seen that one, and I sort of passed on it because it was 45 bucks us and i passed on it at the time uh maybe i should have picked <laughs> it up but i figured it would have been a peg warmer at some yeah. point but and it was for a while but it still wasn't worth that the price getting it and then yeah. it was gone and usually like i i've seen well big b comics they had the quantum suit but one of the other heads yeah because like 
Somebody yeah, it came with an Iron Man head, an Ant Man head. I think everybody wants the Clint Barton head. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, no, I sort of passed on passed on that one. But uh, no, I'm I am looking forward to the new Hawkeye and oh yeah, Kate. no for sure. Um, I'm trying to think what else I have the other. I have well, you have the comic book Kate, don't you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah that when she was in the three pack. Yeah. Vision and and Falcon. But yeah, no need a live action. So other than that, no new feature future stuff. Yeah. Well, I have one more uh, little. So, uh, you know my little, uh, the plunderlings? Yep. The little goblin guys? So, the guys that kicked did that Kickstarter have a new one starting this week for uh, plunder... What did they call them? Plunder longs and plunder strongs. So, they're... These, one, these guys, one's big and beefy looking guys. That's the strong. And then the other one's kind of a skinny tall mm-hmm. compared to the other mini guys. And so, that's the, the, the long... And same idea with you know, interchangeable heads and lots of body parts. And so the Kickstarter for that will start this coming week. And I'm sure they'll end up with like, different color combinations and character types. And I think Brent is looking at uh, adding or following or buying from that uh, that, that campaign because he really liked his plunderling. And I'm happy with my plunderling, but it gets a little pricey. So. Yeah. All right. Well, but that's yeah. that. That's it for future stuff. Well, let's get to the present, and we will talk to our special guest, Liz. Yes. So, Liz, we've uh, we've been adding special guests here for season two, and a lot of our guests are friends of the show. Our first, we oh, had Brent. Yeah. So far, all of our guests have been Brent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was one of the third episode of the season. So yep. Last time it was Toy Fair news. Yes. There's news, news, news. Toys, toys, toys. So, with Liz, what is your realm of collecting? What What do you like to collect? So, I guess I have a few a few collection areas. Um, I collect Harry Potter stuff, and it's interesting because I've, uh, you know, I got Harry Potter the book when I was about twelve or thirteen, and have been obsessed ever since and it's interesting now in this day and age when we all have a slightly complicated relationship with harry potter and more specifically with jk rowling but we'll just put that aside and she can she can't take my harry potter love with her hatefulness she just can't have it um but i have harry potter stuff i have a lot of it everything from bed sheets i have a toothbrush i have i had harry potter shampoo i have figures i have stuffies i have a scrapbook of all the of all the newspaper articles and magazine articles that came out as the books and movies were coming out it ends at about probably movie five ish around when the last book came out but it's it's hefty I have um, my most for the most part all of this stuff lives in a box and comes out once a year for Harry Potter's birthday at the library and mm-hmm. it, I put it all up at the library and people are always just where did you get all this stuff it's like oh well I've been collecting it ever since I was 13 yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean I have the em- empty bottles of pumpkin juice and butterbeer from Universal I have wands I have I was going to ask, how many wands do you have? I have two wands purchased from Universal, and then a few that I've made myself, of course. But I have I have Hermione Granger's wand and Ginny Weasley's wand. Nice. I have two Harry Potter cloaks, a child-sized one and a uh, adult-sized one, both Gryffindor. 
because uh, I'm a diehard Gryffindor. Absolutely, hundred percent. I, I don't, I don't Harry Potter myself, but I, you know, you can't be in the realm of cosplay and nerddom without, yeah, experiencing it or having a understanding of it. Yes. So I know that you're wearing your zip up hoodie right now. My for Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Gryffindor hoodie. So most of the yeah. stuff I see you in in Harry Potter is always uh, Gryffindor. Always Gryffindor. I have, I mean, I have a bookshelf. I mean, I have many bookshelves, but I have a whole shelf just for my Harry Potter books. I think I count, I think I have five copies of the first Harry Potter book. I have the illustrated edition, the original edition, the American edition, and I have it in French and I have it in German. Nice. So <laughs> uh, I don't have that many copies of all the books, but... But the first one's special. But the first one, I have, I have them all in French. I have the first three in German. I have the all of the illustrated ones that have come out. And yeah, Harry Potter was just a huge, huge part of my life, especially in like high school time when everything was terrible, and it just was a great escape to to run to that world. And slowly over time, I just collected and collected and collected more things. Um. Yeah, it, there, there's a lot. Is there specifically one thing of Harry Potter that that attracts you to the the property? I think it was. I mean, the books are just really—they really are fantastic, and I felt a little bit at the time as a 13-year-old or whatever, like a bit of a misfit outsider because I think every 13 year old does. So to read, to suddenly be reading a story about these characters who are a little bit geeky, who are know-it-alls, who have bushy, curly hair. I cannot tell you how much impact having a main character who has bushy hair had on me at the age of 14, 15. And, and who was... And who is a know-it-all? Like you wouldn't believe. Hermione Granger is like <laughs> my soul. <laughs> it's like she she goes around and telling people that they're wrong, and it and it's always beneficial. And I love to go around and tell people that they're wrong and that I know better than them. And then they get mad and they're always annoyed with me. But I I had an orange cat, a big fluffy orange cat like Hermione. Mm -hmm. It. Uh, she she's a character that really had a lot of impact more more so than Harry more so than any she she had impact on me from the very first read through. And now, is there out of all the books or all the movies, what is your favorite one out of everything? I would say it's a toss up between the f first book, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, and the third one, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Those are my two favorites. The first one, because it's the one that grabbed me, mm -hmm. that that hooked me from that very first line of Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four, Privet Drive. We're proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. And I can keep going and recite the whole first page or so. But from that very beginning, it grabbed me and it never let go. And then Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is probably just the best book of the, of the series. It's fantastic. My favorite is the fourth book. Oh, so good. That's when they start getting long. Long and dark. Long and dark. A little bit more grown up. And there's dragons. And there are, yes, Jeff, lots of dragons. Although, you get to meet a dragon in the very first one named Norbert. And now I have a dragon named Norbert. <laughs> he's a bearded dragon, but he's still a dragon. 
still counts. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I always wondered where you got Norbert. Yeah. The name for Norbert. I did not realize it was it's Harry Potter. From Harry Potter, for sure. He has little wings, even. I have little wings for my beardy, but he's now too fat for them. You could try stapling them on. <laughs> I could, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> might, might hurt a little. Might hurt a little. I'm not gonna staple those antlers onto this mouse. Yeah. <laughs> so, of your collection of Harry Potter stuff, do you have your grail, or is there a holy grail of collectibles out there that you are want one? Like um, I don't know. I, I, Of the things that I have, I have a... A marauder's map that folds out and just kind of goes on forever and ever and it's very very cool and and then my adult size Harry potter robe which has a pocket for your wand it has a specific pocket inside for your wand which i just find amazing and adorable um so i don't i don't know if there's something else out there that one day I will see and just need immediately. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I don't know what it might be. I do think I want to get a second robe, maybe a Ravenclaw robe, so that that once a year when I throw Harry Potter a birthday party, I can give a robe to a friend so that my friend can also wear a robe. Because <laughs> I'm so not, the, not the only, the one, only the one dressed up, which, yeah. <laughs> now, here's another thing. Um, do you ever see yourself not passionate about Harry Potter. Like someday do you just, I'm going to outgrow this. No, no. I mean, I I feel like I don't, I'm not as passionate and as I am as passionate as I ever I was, but I am not as obsessed as I was Mm -hmm. in, in high school and, and university when I was clipping out newspaper articles and pasting them into my, into my scrapbook. And I was (laughs) seeking out things like my Harry Potter toothbrush. Um, I I I don't feel that way anymore that I need to continuously accumulate just stuff when it's something really cool like my Marauder's map or a wand I still want that stuff but yeah. I have in my collection a bottle of Coca-Cola with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets printed on it that was released I guess in you know 2002 when that movie came out I don't need to collect things like that anymore i'm never gonna get rid of it (laughs) no but i'm not going to be seeking out that kind of stuff now i'm harry potter will always be something that changed me that put me on the path to being so nerdy and to being a librarian to being the person i am so i that will never go away um so I would love to have a room in my house. That is my Harry Potter room where I can put up all my things. Uh, not unlike your G.I. Joe bunker. <laughs> What's stopping you? It's not my house. <laughs> Good reason. So well, That's the one thing I, th- I think when it comes down to collecting over the years. Like you could have a passion for something and it will always be there. But then the intensity of that passion will come and go. Like, yeah. you know, yes, I have this bunker filled with G.I. Joe that I built specifically for it. Mm-hmm. But there was also a time, too, where I had to step away from it. Yes. And I boxed everything up. And I'm like, I'll put it away for a year. And it ended up sitting in storage for five years before it came out again. Because it just, you can't, you can't keep that intensity. You can't keep that passion for it. Yeah. 
constantly. Constantly. You, you kind of have to go, okay, I'm going to put it away for a bit. So something like, you know, like eventually, like everybody, you have to box it up, put it away. Um, now, I guess with some collectors, they box it up, sell it, get rid of it. And then I they realize, regret the hell out of that. Yeah, and then, then they, they realize that passion's still there. So I always, that's what I try to do now. Instead of selling something, okay, just put it away for a bit because you're, you'll eventually regret it. Yeah. If if you do actually love that that property. Yeah. Is there anything else besides uh, Harry Potter that you've collected over the years? Uh, Nancy Drew books. Nancy Drew books. Yes. I, I mentioned I am a librarian, so I guess this does probably does not come as a surprise. But I have a collection of Nancy Drew books, and I I collect the yellow hardcovers. Mm-hmm. And I've been collecting since, I guess I was about 10. I don't know. My sister and I used to buy them at, at flea markets and stuff. Whenever we'd see Nancy Drew books for a quarter, 50 cents, a dollar, whatever, we'd pick up a bunch of Nancy Drew books. And then over the years, if I saw them at a used bookstore or wherever... Check, you know, grab some Nancy Drews. And now I have uh, probably about 50 of the original hardcover yellow. Well, I guess they're not original. The originals that came out had a blue cover, but Mm -hmm. that yellow run, I have, yeah, probably about 50. And then I have about 20 of the Nancy Drew mystery stories that came out later, like in the 90s and the early 2000s that are yellow paperback and they are not as good they are not as good as those originals but i have them and i have a a document in my google drive that has my spreadsheet of all the nancy drew books and whether or not i own it and the condition of the one that i have and the edition of the one that i have so that if i'm in a used bookstore and i can i can compare my collection to my what they have and say oh i need this one or you know i have a original edition and this is the edited edition I only have two original editions. They were edited in the 60s. Um, but Were they edited for content? They or? were edited mostly for formatting. Okay. Um, most of the edits were, were to fit it into a... If, if you read those books now, they all have 20 chapters. Um, the chapters are of a fairly you know standard length. The story follows a pretty you know typical pattern each time um, which is great for literacy that's why books like that exist where each one is kind of the same because if you are learning to read or a struggling reader then it's easier when you can kind of predict where it's going it's the same reason James Patterson is so popular but Nancy Drew yeah in these 60s early early 70s they were the original originals were edited mostly for formatting they cleaned up the text a little but there are some other little changes that did get made. Um, some I've seen it said that they took away some of her agency, made her kind of less of a rule breaker. And when you consider that she is a teenage female detective and that first book came out in the 30s, um, she's, she's kind of spearheading the, the sleuthing game there. But I, I found for the ones where I have both copies and I've read both copies... For the most part, the editing was about format and text and cleaning things up. Have you watched any of the Nancy Drew TV show? I haven't seen it. I I actually got it from the library on DVD and then was reading the back. And there's so many things that they changed that I was like, oh, I don't think I can do it. But that was right when I had, when the pandemic started, I started reading my Nancy Drews. And I read, I have read probably 
75 Nancy Drew books in the past two years. Um, or really in that first, in 2020, I yep. read 75 Nancy Drew books. And I could not go from reading 75 Nancy Drew books to watching a series where she's not best friends with George because it was just like, what's going on here? This is wrong. I'm sure that they'll end up friends. I'm sure that they will. But. My uh, my youngest, she loves the Nancy Drew TV show, but mm. she hasn't discovered the books yet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the books would be for somebody who was born in the 2000s. I mean, we still have them at the library and they still go out. Um, but I would say your youngest at this point is older than the Nancy Drew readership for the most part, unless you're me and then you feel you need to read 75 Nancy Drew books in one year. Like I I found, uh, like when I was a kid trying to read the Hardy Boys and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, during the mid eighties and stuff, reading Hardy Boys, I could sort of put myself, you know, I could imagine Mm -hmm. what it was like in that time when the stories are taking place in the fifties. Yeah. I think a little bit tough now to go back and and try to think of this is the 50s. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that could be difficult for for kids reading those early Nancy Drews unless like me, you know, when I was a small child, my we read them together. My mom or dad would read them to me and my sister at night. So then they could provide context to things that didn't no longer make sense. Yeah. Um but the newer the newer series of Nancy Drew, and there are several. Essentially, Nancy Drew has continuously been published since 1931 or something insane. But the more recent versions that I've been reading, they are more up to date. They have cell phones. She's almost always forgetting her cell phone somewhere, which is... Of course. You have to find a way. Like, why Why don't you just call the police? Um, well, she always forgets her cell phone. She very often forgets to put gas in her car. And that, because it's a hybrid and she doesn't need to that much. So then it's, you know, they, they end up on some back road with no gas and they're stuck and they have to have some adventure. They have found ways to work with tech, you know, modern technology and also to ignore it when they feel like. <laughs> yeah. Well, much like uh, horror movies and yes. that kind of stuff where horror movies are finding new ways that you can't have a cell phone because yep. pretty much most of those 80 slasher movies could be avoided if you had just, you know, dial 911. Just, yes, exactly. The new Scream does that very well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no, I'm, I have to see the new Scream. I'm working my way through the old Screams. Ah. So, I'm, trying to, um, I'm trying to think if I've seen all the Screams. No, most I mean, of them aren't worth it. I've definitely seen, you know. One and two. I've seen one and two. I think yeah. I've probably seen one, two, and three. Yeah. I don't know. Have no, I think I've them? seen them all. I think I've seen them all except the newest one at some point. Yeah, because if you've seen one, two, and three, then you've seen the best ones, uh, you know, not including the newest one. If you've seen one and two, then you've seen the best ones, yeah. not including the newest one. If you've seen one, you've seen the best one. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the, watch the first one and know they did others and watch the newest one and, and not, be be all that, not be lost at all. I feel like the fourth one was very, very funny. I think the fourth one didn't have Nev Campbell in it. I don't remember. I thought they were in all of them. I thought she was, yeah. I don't know. Um, Yeah. I remember seeing, we watched Scream at an end of the year party when I was in grade six, I think. And it was not scary until I went to bed that night and there was, like, I'm in my room and there's just a dark window. And I just, I was like, Ghostface is just, he's going to pop up in that window. I know it. I know it. And obviously, yeah. Yeah. 
when you close the blinds. Right. Who cares? You pop up there all you want. You just can see the blinds. Yeah. yeah they can't. They can't come and get you if the yeah. blinds are closed. Definitely no. not. Or if you're hiding under the blankets. That's the rules. <laughs> so, with collecting, is there anything on your wish list? Doesn't have to be Harry Potter. Anything. Anything that's on your wish list that you hope to find someday. Um. I, I specifically, I am out looking for. Um unedited editions of Nancy Drew books because mm-hmm. they're they are at this point very hard to come by. I only have two or three um and I would like to eventually have both sets, so all of the one all of the unedited and the edited version of each one yep. and wow. then I can compare them <laughs> and but um i i I'm after finding them more organically. So finding them in a used bookstore or finding them somewhere as opposed to just going on Amazon and buying them all. Yeah. Um, I will occasionally buy one off Amazon. As did, especially last year when I I was looking at my collection and I have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. And it's oh, like, okay, gotta, well, I just I gotta fill that one. Like No, sometimes the, the hunt is the fun part of it. Yeah. Like um, when I'm going on the road. You know, much like the, the conquest I found at Heroes, I have certain spots I go to mm-hmm. when I'm on the road, and then there are certain places I okay. Well, I'm heading back to you know, every time I go through London, I have to go to Heroes, every time I go to now Windsor, mm-hmm. I've added um, Paper Heroes and Comic Book Lounge to my place where I have to stop in. Um, yeah, same like other, you know, like. If I have access to a vehicle when I'm down in my office, I, there's a uh, collectible store in the Mall of Georgia I like to go to. So there, there's certain places I mm-hmm. need to hit every time I'm in that area because invariably you always find something. And well, it helps kill time and keeps you out of trouble. Yep. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Like, yeah, you, you can buy everything anytime, anywhere online. But yeah. It's still nothing matches the walking in and oh, yeah. and finding it. Yeah, that kind of moment of discovery where it's like, yes, this is the one. This is the one I'm after. <laughs> I still remember. So when the when the Joe line first came out and we were looking for them and we couldn't find them. And the one night Brent and I found, um, was it Wave? Which Wave had Destro? First wave? wave. First Wave. So we walked into the South End Walmart and they had just redone the toy aisle. So that's when they put the short shelves and they hadn't really filled them. And we found a couple of the Joes. I was like, oh, well, have we got that one? Have we got this one? And we're like, oh, man, there's no Destros. Crap. And we wandered around, and all of a sudden, as they came around the corner, and it was like just sitting on the top of a shelf randomly where there was nothing else. I was like, is that? Mm, I wonder. I grabbed it, and I was like, look. God. I was like, whoa. Like, I turned to Brent, and I was like, lifted it up over my head. If anybody else would have seen it, was like, woo, look at this, look at this. I was like, what? I also didn't hurt that when I went to scan it, they had the wrong prices on them, yep. and it was like half price. Yes. So double score. Yeah. Well, well, I think we've hit the end of this episode. Yeah. Anything else anybody want? No? no? No. I mean, just... All cosplay all the time right now. Yep. You guys, well, yeah, you guys are going to both be at uh, Toronto Comic Con next weekend? By the time you hear this episode, nope. uh, well, Not I guess episode, by the time you hear this episode thir- on Thursday, yeah, the, the Toronto Comic Con is starting 
within mere hours. Yes, we we may be there already. Yes. So we we're still locking in the cosplay. Yeah. Cosplay plans. A bunch of people have announced their lineups. Um, I think we've sort of learned over the last couple of years don't bother announce we're not going to yeah. announce a lineup because something's going to happen something's going to go wrong we're Always still waiting we're still waiting for pieces to arrive so it's just yeah i'm just planning to bring half my closet yeah it's fine well um, cuz we've got pretty much a list of what we want to do yep um but it's yeah like as far as the day or whatever mm-hmm. like we're still, yeah. Well, um, you know, there's Scarlet Witch that Allison's working on. Yep, is still being worked on. Yep, and you know, life gets in the way sometimes. So yeah, you have to go to work. Yeah, so work. so it's raise one of those your kids, jobs, you know, like responsibilities. So <laughs> Allison's working on that. I'm working at trying to fix some stuff on Vision, and yep. and I haven't been as quick as I want on it because I was focusing on Red Guardian. Yeah, and, and we're still waiting on pieces for Red Guardian and both Widows. Yeah, and it's just like. It'll come. It'll yeah. it'll be fine. So, no, we're going to have, like, Black Widow, Yelena, and Red Guardian is in the plan. Scarlet yep. Witch and Vision and, and Scarlet Witch is Possibly. in the plan. Possibly. Um, you know, it's just a matter of what day we do something. Various Hawkeyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's other... Yeah, there's other groups as well that are doing something and it it might end up being, well, wait a minute, if we do this this day, it might be fun to do this this day. Yeah, and kind of team up unofficially with other people. You know, like I'm going to throw Peacemaker in and bring Peacemaker because... It's new. Yeah, why not? (laughs) So, so, no, Toronto Comic Con, excited for it. Uh, I think it's good to bring extras too in case you get partway through a day and you just need to change. Yep. It's, I think it's going to be a, a different show, too, because uh, we're at uh, no vaccine mandate, no indoor restrictions anymore. Right. It's well, also we still need a mask. Still need a mask yeah, for that weekend. But not that's in capacities or anything like no. that. So, you know, they they can put as many people in there as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, too, um, that because there's no indoor capacity, indoor restrictions and capacities, I'm hoping they open up the sky bridge. Yes. North Building and South. So building. we don't have to go around yeah, so we don't have the to block. Go out and walk down Simcoe Street. Are they using both? We don't know. Let's just say we shall see. This show usually doesn't use both. No, it do, no, but it uses the South Building. But we yeah. stay at the Intercontinental. Oh, so it's just we just we can. And usually, what you can do is you can walk out the the door of the Intercontinental, go straight onto the escalators in the North Building. Yeah. Head upstairs. Over. Walk the bridge over to the South Building. Oh, okay. In October at the uh, Fan Expo Limited Edition, you couldn't do that. So to get from North Building to South Building, you had to walk out onto Front Street, over to Simcoe, down Simcoe, and in. And then from the back yeah. entrance. Yeah. It was so it's it's much easier if you can actually get to both sides. Well, yeah, if you're staying at that hotel, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and they were using both buildings for Fan Expo, although barely. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't need to be, but yeah, they were. I, it it didn't make sense then because um, they could have done everything in the South Building. So I'm hoping now with no no restrictions yeah. indoor, they can just do the show the way it's supposed to. Yeah, all together right here. Yeah, 
So no, I'm excited. Uh, yep. Stay tuned to our social medias. We'll post what we can. Yes. And if you see them, come up and say hi. And Absolutely. Say the show. Yes. yes. And you'll get a fist bump. So speaking about social medias, where can people find you, Liz? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lucy Stardust 4. Um, that's my TikTok as well, but I've never posted a TikTok. So, you know, maybe one day. Yeah, we might have to film some TikToks. Yeah. But yes, Instagram, Lucy Stardust 4. Awesome. Ryan, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me here on uh, True North Nerds on the regular on this network uh, every other week with the rest of the crew and then uh, on our Instagram at uh, Tales from Collectiverse. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, where we've been posting lots of videos and new photos because yep. I got a new light box for action yes, figures. Yes, I want to check out. Yeah, so I um, thought you know, instead of just taking pictures of stuff on the shelf, I picked up a light box, uh, kind of inspired by uh, Brent and Jen getting a light box yes, for I saw that. their collection. So I I was like, well, uh, I want one myself. And uh, it's only a small one. It's only nine inch, but five different backdrops on it. Oh, um, nice. Actually six, if you figure if you don't put a backdrop in it and just leave it with the white. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of different settings for lighting. Like there's about 30 different light settings between oh, cool. wow. intensity and color. So, no, it's uh, been a lot of fun. Just try to make some really good pictures out there. So if you're checking out the Instagram and then maybe it will inspire you to go and collect them yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the photos I've posted, like, you know, like surfing Batman. I, I thought he looked really good in, in, mm-hmm. in the photo box. It's amazing how good those those photo boxes can make things look when it's essentially just a a piece of cardboard with a light or like it's we have one at work it's like what it but it's just but it provides that clean background yep um and and lighting from appropriate angles i guess exactly um and as far as myself you can catch me on all my social medias as snowhawk cosplay that's pretty much my brand on everything uh whether it be instagram or tiktok or twitter or facebook um yeah just check me out there and And well before we throw it oh just another thank you to our patrons we've got some you know we have the the channel that the network has a patreon to you know just kind of help keep the lights on and keep things going and uh, we have a few patrons that i just want to give a shout out to uh we've got uh, gavin's out there we got rex we got mike and now we've got uh, team woods is the newest patron on our patreon so thanks guys Oh, perfect. Well, thank you for being a patron of the network. Uh, helps helps keep everything going. For if if being a patron to the main network helps keep all our smaller shows going. So, yes. It, well, it pays for the helps the big. You know, it's going to help pay the channel, and that's the biggest cost for us. Yep. Is the stream? You know, it's the internet hosting. So. Yep. And yep. Uh, you know, we're trying to, you know, as keep. Keep building the network here and, and keep making content, new shows, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so we might as well kick it over to our patron. You heard you heard that he's a patron of the show. Well, he's also our voice out guy. So Rex, take us home. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Collectorverse. You can connect with Tales from the Collectorverse on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us some of your tales and share your collections. Tales from the Collectorverse is a co-production of True North Nerds and Snowhawk Cosplay.